thank you for um, your ministry. Uh, Steve was so clear in his uh, testimony uh, that um, uh, here is a model mother and um, uh, a model daughter. So thank you. Thank you for reading those words. Um, and I want to thank um, those of you who, who brought those two video presentations uh, together. So, so powerful, isn't it? It's, it's so beautiful to hear the words of our, uh, our kids, our, our young people, um, uh, talking about their moms, talking about their moms as being good teachers. You know, it's almost like you have to do everything now and, and mothers have been teaching kids uh, for all these weeks day in, day out. Um, others have been taking care of um, um, all kinds of things at home, you know, um, the yard, mulching, gardening, taking care of food. And, uh, and so that's so beautiful to see all the kids say those beautiful, beautiful words. And you can see it all in their eyes. So, so precious. Thank you. Thank you, kids, for, for your love. Um, for your moms, for your love for your parents, for your love for each other, because you indeed reflect uh, the love of Jesus. And we want to thank you for that. Um, uh, I also want to thank uh, those of you who made the, that uh, motherhood uh, uh, video um, so powerful, so possible. And um, it's beautiful to see that, isn't it? We are going through a, a series um, talking about what did Jesus, what would Jesus have talked about? Jesus rose from the grave. Uh, Jesus um, um, walked with his disciples. He, he talked to his disciples, appeared to them for a period of 40 days. And, and that's the spirit of time where, that we are in. Um, uh, we'll soon be coming to something that's called the Ascension Sunday, where Jesus ascends into heaven. Um, but before he does that, he appears to so many people. And we're reflecting on specifically on uh, a narrative at the end of the Gospel of Luke, where it says that Jesus appeared to his disciples. And there's a lot of scholars who are of the opinion that uh, it was Clopas and his wife, whose name was Mary, because a lot of women were called Mary. And we've talked about that. The word Mary means bitter. And the sad thing is that a lot of mothers have experienced bitterness in their lives. And that's why the, the name Mary is so, so very important. Um, in, in the video recording, um, we reflected on mothers, mothers right through the Bible. I think that's what Jesus would have talked about. These mothers, they sang songs. They sang songs that talked about the coming of the Messiah, that talked about the, the death of the Messiah, that talked about the resurrection of the Messiah. Why? Because they themselves suffered pain in their lives. And so in the video recording, we, we, we heard about Eve, whom I would call the disparaged mother the disparaged mother of life. And if you, if you open up your Bibles, I, I want to kind of uh, thumb through these mother's stories, these mother's narratives that, uh, that we saw in that video 
there so powerfully presented to us because it, it talks about Eve, the first mother, the mother who gave life and, 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 and God brought her out and she, she appeared to, uh, to Adam and Adam sang that beautiful song which is recorded, if you thumb through your Bibles, in, uh, in Genesis chapter 2. Uh, and, and then, of course, she is the disparaged mother in many senses because people put so much of the blame on, on poor Eve. Um, when we see it, when we see Genesis chapter 3 from the perspective of ancient religions of that time, we come to realize that that she was really a disparaged person. People worship serpents to do awful things to women and to mothers. And so God breaks through. And God says these words in a poem, which is recorded in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. God says to the serpent, who represents awful religions of that time, I will put enmity between you and the woman, the mother of life, Eve. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed or offspring. Literally, the Hebrew word is zara, which means seed and hers. And remember this, this is a song that Jesus would have been singing to, to his disciples. And he's saying, remember, this was a song that was sung by Eve. This is a song that's sung by mothers right through generations all the time, all the way from Eve to this day, that he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. And that's what happened, Jesus would say to his disciples. That's what they did to Jesus. The, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the people who are in political power and the people who are in, 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 in religious power, the Romans put him on the cross and they struck him down, but he arose from the dead. The seed of the woman, the seed of the mother, who was disparaged from the beginning of time, overcame the seed of the serpent. Jesus would have looked at his disciples and said, Happy Mother's Day, because the seed of the woman has overcome the seed of the serpent. He died on the cross. His blood was shed on the cross. You think about it also. Eve was, was a mother who gave birth to two sons, right? The first son's name was Cain, and the second son's name was Abel. The word Abel just means a breath. And it seems to me that Eve had a premonition when she was naming her second son, Abel, a breath. Because he was there. He was there. And then his own brother, his own brother killed him. And his blood was crying out from, from the ground. And God himself says to Cain, 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 what have you done? You've killed your brother, Havel, the breath. Think of the pain that Eve would have had. 
right? And right through history, that has been what mothers have experienced. I'm thinking through what happened in Georgia. It's been in the news and we've been reading about it where this young man, Ahmed Arbery, was just running and bad people, a father and son, did bad things to this man and he died. The son of a mother. Mothers have experienced a lot of pain throughout history. And that's what happened to Mary, the mother of Jesus. And so Jesus would have said, listen to the story of Eve. Listen to the narrative that disparaged mother becomes the mother of the Messiah. And then he would go on and he would talk about other mothers. He would talk about Sarah. You remember Sarah? You know, Sarah is, is this amazing woman of faith who, who left her own country, everything that she knew about. It's easy for men to do that. It's not easy for women to do that. Why? Because women, they, they establish relationships. They establish friendships. But she left not knowing where she was going. And then, then Abraham did awful things to her. Why? Because he denied her. He betrayed her. He sold her into Egypt. And he said, you can do whatever you want to, but God protected her. That's what God does to mothers. In spite of people like Abraham, God protects mothers. And he did. But then as the narrative goes, we find another mother, another mother who is black. She's from Africa. Her name is Hagar. And she is the denounced and driven out mother. She is driven out by another mother who should have known better, right? But there's Hagar who has a son. But do you know who appears to Hagar? It is Christ. Whenever see, we see that phrase, the angel of the Lord appeared, like in Genesis chapter 16, we have to realize that this angel of the Lord that appeared to human beings is the pre-incarnate Jesus, the pre-incarnate Christ who appeared to Hagar and said, Hagar, don't worry. I'm with you. And Jesus would have looked at his disciples and said, don't you know this is the Messiah who appeared to Hagar? This is the Messiah who saved Hagar and her son in Genesis chapter 16, Genesis chapter 21. That's what God does to faithful mothers and with faithful mothers. They are denounced. They are driven out. They're disparaged, but God cares. And this, a lot of interpreters would say, was a, a racial driving out, a racial disparaging, but God cared. And God appeared to this mother called Hagar. And then, of course, 
in in the in the video recording you also have the the next mother there's Jochebed the mother of Moses and you have another mother who's the daughter of Pharaoh and it, she was so so don undaunted right she was so daring she she protected her little boy and she says god has he looks upon with joy at this little boy if you look at these words and i'm coming through my bible here in genesis in exodus chapter 2 we are fast forwarding now it says now there was a man of the tribe of levi who married a levite woman and and she became pregnant she was becoming a mother and she gave birth to a son and when she saw that the child was a fine child says the new international version now you know you, you heard me talk about the english translations and and it, it's okay for us to talk about this because the bible was given in hebrew right we are reading a translation into english in the new international version it says she saw that he was a fine child the hebrew word there is he was a good son a good child you know what she see there she saw genesis chapter 1 she saw that through this child god is going to bring about recreation the goodness of god that's what she saw and that's what mothers see there's this intuition there where the spirit of god speaks to mothers and to women in our life and she says this is god this is going to be god and she she had this child she 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 was so daring because she knew that god was going to do something through this child so she had this child and, and this child was then um, adopted when he becomes around 14 years old the age of bar mitzvah he's adopted by another mother who is the daughter of pharaoh and she also takes her own life in her hand that is so powerful isn't it so we find two daring mothers jochebed and the daughter of pharaoh so many mothers let's go to the next mother in 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 the bible that i want to focus on you know there's so many mothers we can talk about in the in the video it talked about naomi it talked about ruth uh, the next mother that i want to talk about is 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 deborah in, in judges there's a lot of bad things that are happening in society but god raises a mother and she's called the mother of all israel in judges chapter 5 and verse 7 deborah which means the bee i mean she is bee she's so busy she is this 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 undaunted person this is a diligent mother of all and and that's one of the things i think we should focus on a little bit because there are mothers who have not been able to give birth to children for one reason or another and i think in motherhood and recognizing mothers day we should recognize that we have mothers among us who have not been physical mothers in the sense they have not been able to give birth to children on their own nevertheless they are mothers they're single women who have not gotten married 
Nevertheless, they are mothers. And that's the kind of mother that Deborah was. And she's called the mother of all Israel. She arises, she arises. That's a beautiful, powerful psalm that, that I wish we could go into, but I would encourage you to read it by yourself. It's a powerful song because this woman, this prophetess, this mother of all, a community of people did so many amazing things and sang beautiful songs. The next mother that I want to focus on is also found in the book of Judges. Powerful, powerful book here. And this is, this is the mother of Samson. This is the mother of, of Samson. And, and she was a mother who also was barren, just like Sarah was barren, just like um, there are others, other women in the Bible who are barren. And, 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 but she, she looks to God and, and again, the angel of the Lord appears to her and Jesus would have looked at his disciples and said, do you know who this is? This is the Messiah. The angel of the Lord appeared to Samson's mother and said, you're going to have a son and this son should be a Nazarite. You're going to train him to be a pure person, a person who eats the right thing, a person who does not go and live besides dead animals and so on and so forth. He shall grow his hair long in dedication to God and Samson's mother would have trained him day in and day out. Do you think he stuck by her training? Unfortunately not, right? Samson, who's regarded as a hero, is really the unhero because he leaves his mother as a disappointed mother. There are mothers who are disparaged there are mothers who are betrayed. There are mothers who are denounced like Hagar. There are mothers who are bees like Deborah. Then there are mothers who are disappointed. And it seems to me that God is saying to mothers of those sort, don't be disappointed. Look at the son, Jesus. He is the one who will be your entire and complete and ultimate fulfillment. So unfortunately, there is the mother of Samson, who is a disappointed mother. And then we come to the seventh mother. The seventh mother, who also is an undaunted, daring mother. It's a powerful, powerful narrative that was led so beautifully by A and Anya, isn't it? Where, where there's this certain man and he comes from this, the, all, this place called Ramatayim and the Zufite in the hill country of Ephraim. I'm so proud of Anya for reading all those tongue twister words. My goodness, you did so well. Those are hard words to read. Ephraimite and Elihu and Tohu and Penina and all those names. And of course, this person would go up. His name is Elkanah. He would go up and he would worship and he would worship in, in the temple. 
with this priest whose name was Eli and his, his sons were Hophni and Phinehas who did, who did awful things to all the people, especially to women. But he would go there with his wife and then it says that he would give gifts to his wife, Penina, and to all her sons and daughters. And then in the New International Version, it says, but to Hannah, he gave a double portion. Do you know that in the Hebrew, that word double portion is not there? In Hebrew, it is af, which means anger. So we don't know what kind of anger did he have, but he was angry. He was angry. And maybe he took out that anger on Hannah. We don't know. But she would go. And that was, of course, expressing his love towards her as well. And it's so interesting that people do those kinds of things to mothers. And then it goes on to say that she prayed. She prayed. She prayed, Lord. Oh, Lord Almighty. If you will only look at your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, I will give him to the Lord for the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. Do you remember Samson's mother? She prayed the same thing and she was disappointed. But here's a mother would rejoice because her son will keep to the promises that he has made to God the Father. But look at what happens. She is praying this. She's promising God. And as she is praying, there's this, this man who's, who's looking at her and he is saying to her as she is praying in so much agony, she prays. He comes to her and says, how long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Put away that strong drink, that horrible stuff that you've been having. That is awful, right? When people assume the pain of mothers is something bad that they're doing. He thought she was drunk. He thought she was a bad woman. But she says to him in kind words, no, no, sir, no, no. I, I'm a woman who's in deep trouble. I have not been drinking wine or beer or any of that bad stuff. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a bad woman. That's awful, right? When people think of mothers like that. But look at her words of kindness, powerful words. Then of course, Eli realizes this and he says, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant you what you ask of him. And then she gives birth to a son and she calls him Shamuel, 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 which means, which means God is one who hears. God is the one who always hears and who always answers. Who knows this? Only mothers know this. And then she breaks out in this song which is so, so powerfully read by A. My heart rejoices in the Lord. 
In the Lord, my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies. I delight in your Jesus. Some translations say victory. Some translations say something else. The word is Yeshua. I delight in your Jesus. And that's what Jesus would have said to his disciples. Do you see that song? That's the song of a mother. That's the song of a mother. And then she goes on to continue singing this song. He raises the poor from the dust, then lifts the needy from ash heap. Do you see where our heart is? Our heart is with those people who go through so much poverty because of what society has done to them. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's on them. He has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful servants. But the wicked will be silenced. Those people who do awful things to those people who have been trounced will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. And then she goes on to say, those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king the ex and exalt the horn of whom? His Messiah. And Jesus would have said, sing that song. Mothers have always sung the song of the Messiah. And the Messiah was born. He was born to a mother by the name of Mary. And they hung him on the cross. The serpent sought to grab his heel and to spite his heel and to smash him down and dig him into the grave. But he is risen. He is risen from the grave because he is the seed of the woman. He is the seed of the woman. All the mothers throughout history bear witness to him that he is risen. That's what Jesus would have said to his disciples. Listen to the songs of the mothers. The disparaged mother, Eve. The denied and betrayed mother, Sarah. The denounced and driven out mother, Hagar. The two daring mothers, Jochebed and the daughter of Pharaoh. The diligent mother, Deborah. The disappointed mother, like the mother of Samson. And the daring mother, the mother of Samuel, listen to their songs and you will learn, you will learn lessons for life. So let's pray. Lord our God, we come before you today on this Mother's Day. We want to thank you, Lord, for mothers right through history. Women who have been disparaged, 
women who have been betrayed, women who have been denounced and driven out, women who have in the face of onslaught of darkness been daring, women who have been busy and mothers of all, women who have been disappointed because of what their sons have done and their daughters have done, and yet women who have been daring. Thank you, Lord, for all these mothers. Thank you for our mothers. Thank you for our wives. Thank you for those children who sung the praises of their mothers. Lord, enable us to continue to thank you for these women that you have placed in our lives. And this thankfulness, we pray, would, would turn into deeds that we would do and words that we would say. So thank you for mothers. Bless them, Lord, with your presence, your protection, and your care so that glory would be given to your name in the name of the righteous one the glorious one jesus our lord we pray amen <laughs>